All right, and welcome to Psychology and Stuff, the podcast of the University of Wisconsin Green Bay Psychology Program. I'm Ryan Martin, chair of the Psychology Program, uh, and we have got a really, really exciting uh, group of people here today. Uh, I want to start out by uh, introducing Dr. Kate Burns, psychology faculty and kind of podcast regular at this point, right? I mean, how many have you done? Now? This is my third. I don't yeah. know if that's enough for a regular or not. Okay. Well, no. not compared to Sorry, Will. Yeah. Yes, because <laughs> our, our student guest today is Will Vote, who is, what, how many is this? Uh, this know. is four. This is wow. number four for Will. Yep. So okay, so he's the podcast regular. I see how it um, is. And then our podcast newbie, who is the executive director uh, for the Volunteer Center of Brown County, and that is Michael Schwartz Oscar. Hello. So, am I pronouncing that correct? You got it. Good. It's a big last name. I meant to. It is. I meant to ask you before we went on air, but I forgot. And <laughs> we, like I said, we never, uh, you know, go back. So once it. It, once it starts, it starts. Um, all right, so I guess I wanted to start out talking a little bit about kind of the Volunteer Center of Brown County and give a sense for our listeners what type of work you do. So what, what goes on there at the Brown County, or the Volunteer Center of Brown County? Great, yes, I'm familiar with talking about this. We've been in the community over 43 years, and we are successful if our 175-plus nonprofit partners are successful. So 175 different nonprofits in the area, ranging from kids to animals, seniors, food banks, whatever you might imagine. And we reach out pretty strategically to get volunteers from the corporate sector, to get volunteers from schools and universities, to get volunteers from churches, and pair them with uh, needs in the community. And, and by and large, through our nonprofits, it's the way that we're addressing a lot of big issues in the community. So. We love doing our work. Uh, it's what drives us every day to help those nonprofits achieve this important work. And uh, that's a little bit about the Volunteer Center. We have some other internal programs, but we've got a nice little office over on 9th Street, about a mile from Lambeau. And uh, just for those of you who are part of it, we did a 700-student event with UWGB's 50th, 50th anniversary and Make a Difference Day. So we had a lot of collaboration with the dean and students cool. can you uh, can you describe that event for us what what was it like or for our listeners we know sure <laughs> yeah every uh it's like third week in october we do what's called we participate with make a difference day it's a national day of service mm -hmm. so people in every community are going out and doing something to help their community so we partner with about probably 30 nonprofit organizations on that day but mostly help seniors uh, and people with disabilities do leaf raking, who can't do their own leaf raking, and if they couldn't, they couldn't stay in their homes. So we had about a thousand people in total go out and rake leaves for folks. Um, so that's that's a big part of what we did. And then for UWGB, we did it the Friday before and um, had a party afterwards and lots of sandwiches. So that was good. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah. Do, do other? I've got more questions, but do other people have questions for Michael before I? No. Because I don't have to own the questions. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious. You mentioned some programs that you guys have. And um, I was looking at your website uh, this morning, actually. And I wanted to ask you about just a few of the programs that you've been. So um, reading coaches. Can you tell me a little bit about the reading coaches program? Sure. So I'll put it in context. The, the main thing we do is try to recruit volunteers for nonprofits. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, uh, I'd say, 80% of the work that okay. we try to achieve. And um, if we're successful in doing that, that means they'll go out to do one-time events, fundraising mm -hmm. events, whatever it is the nonprofit might need. 
The other 20% of the work we do is around four main programs. So I mentioned one of them, the kind of Make a Difference Day. Right. It's also called Neighborhood Volunteer Connection. Okay. Uh, the RSVP, RSVP works with retired seniors. Mm -hmm. There's uh, Veteran Support Services, where mm -hmm. we help veterans do service and transition back from the theater of combat. And then the one you asked about, so I am going right. to answer your question, <laughs> That's believe it right. or not. I, my mm -hmm. question was actually, my follow-ups okay. were about those programs. Okay, yeah, so I feel like <laughs> a uh, politician because I'm not answering your question <laughs> directly. Um, reading Coaches for Kids, uh, we work with 21 schools and get uh, tutors who can go into the community and help students learn how to read, learn mm -hmm. how to do, it's, it's almost exclusively reading. Uh, any student who would want to be involved, we work around your schedule and basically get you directly into a classroom working with usually a specific student, sometimes mm -hmm. a few students, and the teacher just says, this is where Bobby needs work. And read with Bobby, figure out how to help him learn, and, uh, mm -hmm. and it's, uh, our volunteers really enjoy it because they work with usually the same student or students, mm -hmm. and they see that progression over right. a year. And our teachers are so thankful, parents are thankful. Uh, there are a lot of ESL, um, mm -hmm. English as a Second Language, or English learners, and those students, when they get that one-on-one -on -one attention, mm -hmm. they get, they're so confident afterwards. They, right. they feel like, oh, I can read, I can do this, which is fantastic. Very good. So, and I was, can I ask about one of those other programs you yep. mentioned too? Yep. I want to, I want to know about the veteran support services. Okay. Yeah, so new program probably the past two years. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of services for veterans, but we have seen even new nonprofits who've sprouted up mm -hmm. have done so because there aren't enough services in the community for veterans. And uh, we're having, um, we're seeing in our community a lot of PTSD, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. So. Hey, psychology, here we go. Yeah, right. um, the psychology part of psychology and stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. and stuff, yeah. Yes. <laughs> For me, since I don't know, it's probably the end stuff part. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, there are a lot of um, suicides in the community, and it's a big concern uh, with the veteran population. They're uh, having trouble coming back and reintegrating into life in this society. Mm -hmm. And so those groups, along with our group, are working collaboratively to figure out how we can help veterans transition back into the community and find meaning. And oftentimes, um, veterans do feel more uh, included in community when they are needed, when they mm -hmm. can give back in a way. So we'll help any veteran find a volunteer placement. Uh, and so veterans will say, uh, I want to do this or that. And when they begin helping, they find that sense of purpose again, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool for us. Right. The other thing we do is we offer a... Uh, veterans job coaching program mm -hmm. so it's something like 95% of every veteran who's come in and used that program has mm -hmm. gotten the job they wanted which would be really impressive if we were talking thousands but we're more talking like 50 veterans mm -hmm. who have used the program so far still they're getting oh, the incredible. jobs that they want right. yep. um, that's all volunteer run uh, mm -hmm. meaning the people who kind of hear what the veteran has to say, hear what job they're going for, and then coach them. Mm -hmm. uh, those volunteers just say, oh, you know, focus on this a little more, or look at that. It's a very low-pressure situation where they help the veteran figure out kind of best practices right. and strategies. So, so that's Veteran Support Services. We, there's a women's veteran support group uh, where Miss Wisconsin came and presented. Hmm. I went to one of their events, and it was a paint 
and drink wine. I think they had a catchier title than that. <laughs> that um, sounds great to me. <laughs> yeah. And they did. They painted and drank wine. Um, it was uh, really good community building, you know, music in the background, kids were there. But um, for female veterans, uh, because they don't necessarily have places to go and, and different support groups. So, so that group meets monthly at the Volunteer Center or some group, some area like that. Mm -hmm. um, we provide rent assistance through that program. We okay. can help veterans who are in need with, they're behind in a bill, something like that. So, okay. yeah. Well, and I want to get to, because we, part of the reason you're here, there's two reasons why we wanted to have you here. One is just to talk about the great work you're doing, but also we wanted to talk about the, the volunteer uh, or the, the internship match program that we're, we're launching right now. Um, but I guess uh, quickly I wanted to find out a little bit more about your background and how you got involved in the work you're doing and, and uh, how you got started and how long you've been there and that sort of thing. Okay. How, uh, how quickly do you want? Am I answering these <laughs> questions too slowly? No, 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 you're here. perfect. This is great. Because I'm good at talking about me. So. <laughs> a couple okay. minutes, go for it. Sure. Whatever you got. At least 25 minutes. Yeah. I'll, I'll be listeners at home. <laughs> a cup of coffee and sit back. <laughs> I am originally from San Jose, California. Okay. Uh, born in San Francisco. And uh, really liked it there. Went to a great Jesuit high school. That's where I got so involved with service. Just mm -hmm. giving back in high school and college. Uh, I found to be my passion. So I felt the most alive when I was doing that kind of work. Uh, went to undergrad at a place called Gonzaga, which has gotten recognition because of basketball. Did you play yeah. basketball for Gonzaga? I <laughs> almost made the team. It was, uh, yeah, my jump shot was off. Um, <laughs> I picked you guys pretty much every year in the tourney. Yeah. You too, yeah. 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 Like Kate won? Well, no, you no, took second North in our North Carolina, pool. no. Yeah, but she yeah. beat me yeah, and, well, yeah, yeah. and sent me a aggressive text to let me I know. I did, so. yes. <laughs> so. Is this a gambling ring going on <laughs> yes. in the upper yes. administration? Nothing for no. money, though. Nothing for money. Uh, just, yeah. just the opportunity to shame one another. <laughs> no, I, um, I do, too. I'm a fanatic and pick them to go too far every time, and it's unfortunate for my bracket, but <laughs> I have to feel that pride. Um, and I didn't feel any kind of pride necessarily going there, and then as soon as I'm there, it's just this irrational, yes, I love them, they're the best thing ever. <laughs> so go Bulldogs. Um, and you, you know, UWGB made the tournament this yes. year. Oh, so exciting. Yeah. And nonetheless, uh, went, <laughs> went to Gonzaga. Yes, it, here go, there go the minutes. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, was active in their volunteer center, uh, got a scholarship um, to go to grad school, full ride to go to grad school, taught at a junior high in San Jose for a year, I'm fluent in Spanish, uh, so really enjoyed teaching junior high, and uh, went back to school for history, I've always been involved with history, thought I wanted to be a history professor, but professors who'd want to be a professor <laughs> yes. well, well, history professors I think right. you mean psychology professors oh, right, are awesome right. yes. I just I just wasn't smart enough so um, got offered a job uh, doing uh, actual pairing thousands of students with volunteer opportunities at Washington State University okay. uh, met my partner there at Washington State University and everyone who meets me says what are you doing in Green Bay you're from San Jose and I tell them uh, my partner's family's from Reedsburg Wisconsin, oh. um, and she's a psychologist out here. Oh, wow. I think I've shared that with yeah. you all. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> uh, but we're here for their family. And uh, about two years ago, I walked into the volunteer center as a volunteer. Said, hey, you want to get involved? And they had me volunteering right away. Uh, something I can plug for the volunteer center. When you find one thing you love to do, you find that issue that matters to you, 
you will make a difference. You'll be so fulfilled. The intrinsic value of volunteering is just huge. But you'll make a ton of connections in this community. And I found that more than sending your resume to a ton of employers and hearing nothing back, if you know a few people, that opens doors. So that's what happened for me. I walked in and they said, oh, we need you to work here. And the rest is history. So. That is great. Now, how long ago was that? Just a few years ago? Or how long you been uh, probably two and a half years ago. Okay. Yeah. Been director for about a year and eight months. Wonderful. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. That was really interesting. So, yeah. so I was hoping we could talk a little bit about the the partnership that we've kind of launched essentially this year. And Kate, do you want to maybe do some describing of the uh, the partnership, or maybe the two of you together want to talk through kind of what it looks like? like? In every other word. Kind yes, of thing. you guys just okay. swap. Uh, you guys, now, internship. Did you, <laughs> you guys prepare some sort of routine. Match. <laughs> we I was, did. No. I was thinking a spoken word poem. <laughs> okay. Is that? Oh, no. uh, let me just, yeah, How about take a couple minutes. Kate does the spoken word, and I do interpretive dance Perfect. for the internship that, program. That oh, it good. doesn't work for a podcast. It works um, he's for doing us, it right now. Wow, it's amazing, Michael. Yeah, <laughs> why don't you talk about it? Okay. Yes. On my voice, so. All right, that sounds good. Um, so the internship match um, program is for psychology and human development majors um, who are in their junior or senior year or going to be in their junior or senior mm-hmm. year for the fall. Um, and so the Volunteer Center of Brown County um, will match students with an internship in Brown County. So the way that it works is that uh, Dr. Ryan Martin came up with a very fancy Qualtrics survey for very students. Fancy. It yes. is super fancy for students <laughs> to take, and it kind of lists um, all the different available internships that are out there, and then students can rank order what's interesting to them. And then you just need to submit a copy of your resume plus those rankings. Um, answer some questions, make sure you meet the, the 3.0 GPA either overall or in the major. Um, and the fingers yeah, crossed yeah. you get an exciting internship based on the, the matching right. from the Volunteer Center. And I would say even more than exciting internship, uh, you're going to, with a nonprofit, unlike other types of internships, get real-world experience. These nonprofits are more or less underfunded. And so they will say, oh, you want to do social media? Here you go. Here's our password. Run our Facebook, run our Twitter, run our Instagram, and anything else you can think of. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they don't have the resources to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. And so you you will actually, by the end of it, be able to tell a future employer, I know how to do this. Yes, Mm -hmm. I did it. I failed at doing some things, but I learned um, exactly how to move forward. Also, there's the um, just you're making connections in the community, and um, and you'll come away with that great experience. So. Mm-hmm. What are some examples of the types of place people are at? Can we float a couple things? Yeah, so I have um, some students are at uh, Center for Childhood Safety, so they're the people who do like Safety Town um, in the summer or like the car seat checks for kids. Um, we also have people at Transformation House, even people in this very room. Yes. Um, <laughs> we have uh, people at NeighborWorks, March of Dimes, mm-hmm. um, Curative Connections, so right. lots of great community agencies. Right. Yeah. Will, can you describe, um, <clears throat> so Will is one of the interns in our sort of pilot program. So yes. this very semester, as we sort of launched, had a soft launch of things, Will uh, signed up. I'm hoping you can, first of all, maybe tell us a little bit about why, what attracted you about the the match. When when we sent the email out saying, hey, we've got this pilot program, what was it about it that made you 
think it was a good fit? Uh, basically, uh, the unknown of it, because uh, I kind of wanted something a little random, because uh, I've done an internship in the past with Fox Valley Autism, mm -hmm. and I knew what I was getting, and it was something I was comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And for this internship, it kind of gave me the chance to uh, broaden my horizons and get into mm -hmm. something that I wasn't as comfortable with doing, mm -hmm. and it lucked out that I got the Transformation House. Okay, good. Can you talk a little bit about the type of work you're doing there? Yes, yes I can. Uh, so the Transformation House is a 30-bed life transitional facility. Uh, they also offer um, some programs uh, like a Rent Smart program and also like money management and also drug and alcohol courses. It's not a drug and alcohol treatment center, but they offer courses on dealing with uh, drug and alcohol addictions. Um, my job there, just uh, kind of because of my schedule, is mostly administrative and development. Um, mm -hmm. The other intern there, Nikki, she gets to work more with the actual mm -hmm. uh, drug and alcohol program okay. people. So basically what I do, um, I, I send out emails for awareness, uh, flyers, banquets, apply for grants because, uh, like Michael said, they mm -hmm. are horrendously underfunded. Um, so that's basically what we do, and we're trying to set up some new mm -hmm. programs there kind of help them get like GEDs and uh, also increase literacy and uh, job skills. Okay. Very good. That sounds great. Yeah, I saw you nodding vigorously when I said, they'll let you do it all. And <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> I got there. He's like, what do you, what do you feel like doing? I was like, this is what I have found. He's like, go for it. I was like, <laughs> and he's like, look through whatever you need, find the information you need and do, go do it. And I was like, all right, cool. Like I, yeah. while there was the first couple of days there, I was kind of like wandering around aimlessly because I was like, I, I've never had this much like availability before. Just right. do whatever you feel feel like you can do. Do and I was like, oh, oh, okay. But then after you found you find something that you feel passionate about and feel like you can make a difference doing, mm -hmm. and then you can put all your effort into that. And it's actually been pretty rewarding. And you get to oh sorry no go ahead. Uh, you get to for me you uh, you get to work with a population that you don't necessarily get to right. work with and you don't have that much knowledge of. So especially in psychology and also getting to see kind of, you see like mental health aspects, you've learned about mental health, mm -hmm. but now you also get to see how mental health affects drug and alcohol addictions and homelessness. Mm -hmm. so. And I think that's one of the things I've noted in talking to a lot of the students who are currently involved in it is that when, you know, as they've continued to work at the setting, they've started to get different experiences than they thought that they would originally get and they've been they, you know they started doing things that and I think in some ways it's opened up students to the idea of sort of what what you can do quote-unquote with a psych or human development degree you know and, and sort of broaden their their horizons a little bit that way so I feel like I cut you off at one point you're gonna say something no no I was gonna but I mean what you said right now it makes me think that like the internship has a great chance to test things out right like and so it's like a way for you to explore these different options that mm -hmm. maybe you then decide like oh hey actually I want to pursue a job in this area but maybe you had never thought about mm -hmm. human resources mm -hmm. or you know working with you know addiction mm -hmm. but but now you've you've explored mm -hmm. that and now you're interested in it well, and it's not the worst thing in the world. In fact, it's a good thing to discover some things you don't necessarily want to yes. do, too. You know, and that yeah. you, you to learn that as part of a semester-long internship rather than your first job is a, is an important <laughs> yeah. thing to discover. I, I did an internship at the Juvenile Public Defender. Um, right. You know, obviously, I'm a successful lawyer right now um, <laughs> based on that. But, you know, it was, it was a good learning yeah. experience. Mm -hmm. We hear that from our volunteers as well. And I uh, advocate this strongly on behalf of university students. Get involved, whether it's an internship that you can then list on a resume as a reference. Mm -hmm. This, per, you know, Pastor Rico for you mm -hmm. will say, yep, this guy was awesome and hire him. Um, or you're volunteering somewhere more than probably six months. Mm -hmm. Let's say you do it a year. Again, you'll get that reference. But I think 
you will find either you love certain things, you'll understand some of your own capacities in a real world work situation. Mm -hmm. And then as you all were alluding to, I, we have people who go and volunteer with kids, students mm -hmm. who volunteer with kids thinking, oh, I wanna be a teacher, maybe fifth grade. And they come back and they're like, get me out of here. I'm not gonna be around kids. Right. I'm gonna work with seniors, you know, or something like that. And mm -hmm. it's a great way to test the waters that way. I'll also mention, because you talked about career paths, that students um, in, in the nonprofit sector, there's a fair amount of turnover because, mm -hmm. as you all know, the pay is not sensational. Mm -hmm. um, the work is very intrinsically rewarding. But what we found is that students um, can get a lot of those positions and then work their way up. You know, mm -hmm. some of the entry-level nonprofit positions, they can, if they're willing to work, they'll be promoted. Mm -hmm. and. There's a lot of opportunity. Uh, nonprofit is a sector. You know, it's a, it's government, for-profit, and nonprofit. It's a viable sector, and everyone recognizes that in the state. So, and we just so site program just put together this really fancy infographic, uh, kind of describing where our students ended up. And not regret it's on our website. So I'm going to tell students to check it out. But what you'll see is that many of our students who graduate go on and work in the nonprofit sector. And I want to I don't want to give the data now because I know I'll do it incorrectly it's also on the app actually you can get to it from the app so click on uh, career data and take a look um, but what you see is a, a big chunk uh, of our students end up that's where they work after they graduate mm -hmm. um, and so you know getting that experience before you graduate can only help uh, it's it's really important so um, I had a question that has escaped me. Oh, you know, so last time we met, you had some really interesting data uh, on just sort of volunteering. And I think, and I don't want to put you on the spot because maybe you don't remember, but sort of Wisconsin as a volunteer state compared to others and things. Do you remember any of that right now? You are putting me on the spot, and I remember. So. Awesome. Nicely done. <laughs> I, see, I had faith. I knew you could. Yeah. So. These are some of the talking points. Okay, yes. do it. Uh, Wisconsin ranks number three in volunteerism in the states. Okay. Uh, according to the Corporation for National and Community Service. So okay. based in D.C., they really cover a lot of this. We trail Utah and Idaho, and I think, I suspect we trail them mostly because of their high Mormon population and the fact that, you know, Mormons do their year-long mission, and that right. just jacks up their <laughs> service hours per person. Right. So in some ways, we're number one, but really number three. Um, like adjusted for religiosity. Adjusted, yes. yes. Wow. Taking out the religious quotient. With, um, no, but I, I suppose there are a lot of other religions you in different that, states doing volunteering. You hear that chant at sporting events a lot. In some ways, we're number one. Yes. It's not as catchy. But no, yeah, it's not great, great, but yeah, the number doesn't three break through. Yeah. <laughs> But theoretically, we're number one. <laughs> um, so number three in volunteerism, that equates to one in three Wisconsinites volunteering. Wow. Uh, and it's an average, they're averaging about 25 hours per year mm -hmm. uh, of service hours performed. Okay. So go Wisconsin, on Wisconsin. That is impressive. Um, yeah. We, um, being here, being from the West Coast and being here now, I can tell you that the spirit of volunteerism is way larger here. It's impressive. And you you all don't even seem to think, oh, we volunteer a lot, but you do. It seems mm -hmm. like a lot of people here think that they should or that they will volunteer, mm -hmm. obviously. I mean, number three in the nation. Even on the West Coast that you would think, oh, they're fairly progressive or whatever mm -hmm. else, there's not an ethic to go and serve others. There are mm -hmm. some people who do, but there's not kind of this... 
I mean, more or less uh, seniors coming in saying, okay, I'm retired, ready to devote my life to volunteering. Um, and, and we see that a lot. The other thing that I think is really interesting is that there are a number of leaders in this community and other communities who will essentially put down the millennial generation and say millennials are entitled. And that gets me because me I've worked with a lot of me millennials. Too. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to be offended. Um, <laughs> No, and, and so I've uh, had a lot of millennial interns, and, and they're not entitled. They are getting things done, and they're getting things done at a breakneck speed because they understand technology, and they're going to work really effectively through things. Um, moreover, they are the most involved generation in terms of volunteerism and giving back um, since the World War II generation, since the greatest generation. So I think there's this perception from some of the older folks saying, oh, you know, you young people these days. And it's like, really? That's so, it's such a cliche. What are right. you doing there? I, I want to do an episode on that someday <laughs> because that is another issue that bugs me as well. So that's me. So, so I'm mad on behalf of you. Well, uh, thank you. So. I yes. appreciate your support <laughs> <in> my cause. <laughs> you bet. The um, Bay Area Community Council did a whole study on retaining a millennial workforce in the area and why millennials leave. And we covered a lot of this, you know, <laughs> getting away from those norms and saying, nope, just offer a good wage and talk about what the goals are. And gosh, <laughs> they're going to get you there. So well, I was going to say, so uh, a separate we did a, an episode a few, maybe a month or so ago, about um, the benefits, the psychological benefits of giving back and about volunteering. And so one of the things I know is that, on, and I don't, again, don't have the data in front of me, but um, Wisconsin is one of, relatively speaking, one of the happier states. And I can't help but think that there's a relationship between the, the degree to which we volunteer and the service piece and knowing that, that volunteering makes you happy. So outstanding. I want to elaborate on that. Please you do. you don't want me to. No, no, no it's just. Just that um, I've presented to classes that were a thousand students big at Washington State University. I mean, mic'd up the whole thing. And some of the talking points there, yes, there's the intrinsic reward. You feel better. But the psychological impacts, which maybe you covered on your show, mm -hmm. um, people who volunteer are uh, feel more empowered, feel more in control of their mm -hmm. lives. They're less likely to commit suicide. They have higher rates of, you know, enjoyment, reported happiness. And it's counterintuitive. You know, people think, I don't have time. I'm so busy. Right. And yet, if you can find something once a week that you're giving your life to, um, I know for myself with my volunteer activities, I see and interact with people who are having a difficult time. And even though I might be having a really bad day or mm -hmm. hard things, it centers me in a way that I can't understand. When I'm devoting my life to someone else, it makes me feel more in control and gives purpose and all things, sorts of things like that. So that we have papers um, and studies that show the psychological benefits right. of volunteering. And if any student's feeling alone or feeling like they just don't know their way, give to others and you really give in to yourself. Very good. Yeah, and I, I would say this too. You know, a lot of our listeners are students. We also have some community members. So, so students, I hope you'll do an internship based on this. But if you're just someone in the community, how can they get in touch with you, and how can they get involved? Great. I think the easiest way is to go to our website, volunteergb.org. Volunteergb.org. We have created a, a website where you can search by the type of opportunity you want: animals, kids, seniors. Um, you know, working in nature, any of those types of things, mm -hmm. it will list all hundreds of opportunities from all those partners. Certainly they could call us. Um, it's 429-9445. 
for students uh, who have out-of-town cell phones, 920-429-9445. We have people who are ready to help and, and pair folks up exactly how they, you know, the, doing the things they want to do. Outstanding. So I'm springing this on you because I didn't tell you in an email in advance, but we play a game. All which, right. Of course, you know because you're a longtime listener of yes. the podcast, right? Haven't missed an episode. First time um, talker. First time, <laughs> time listener. Yeah. Uh, we play a game called Five Questions at the end of every episode where, stick with me, we ask you five questions. Um, <laughs> we draw them from a hat uh, and we're going to just kind of run the table, I think. Um, so, starting with this, what's your favorite place to eat? In Green Bay anywhere but you can say green bay so i am a 16 year vegetarian okay mostly vegan favorite place to eat right now uh even well no taste of india okay mm, that is good i do love oh. taste of india yeah Who, do you want to go next one all right oh you got one all right okay. uh, what book did you read last uh it's a sci-fi book um trying to remember the name of the author uh, drawing a blank. I read a lot of sci-fi. Can we leave it there? Sure. Um, I like good. space science fiction. Yeah. Was yes. it Star Wars? No, it's not Star Wars. <laughs> the Martian. <laughs> Werner Vinge, V-I-N-G. -E. Okay. He's a professor of uh, mechanical engineering, and sometimes uh -huh. scientists write the best mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. All right, so this next question says, if you could interview one person, dead or alive, who would it be? Wow, that's deep, and I don't get to prepare for it ahead of time. <laughs> that was a tough one. Uh, boy, I guess, I mean, Jesus comes to mind. Uh, maybe Gandhi. Ultimately, it would probably be Tolstoy, uh, Leo Tolstoy, uh, Russian wow. author. His, his works uh, were, you know, he, he apparently was highly read by Gandhi, and then King read so much of Gandhi and so those three are kind of based a lot of their beliefs and uh, pacifist ethic on one another, which ultimately I think was based in Christianity or even beyond that, obviously not Gandhi. But um, yeah, I think, I think it would be Tolstoy because he was an interesting fellow and my favorite author. There you go. Going to the source too. Right? All right. So, yeah, good for you. Uh, all right. What aspect of your job do you enjoy the most? I feel like we've talked about it a little bit, but that's all right. Maybe you can break it down. Yeah, I, I think it's twofold. If I get a fake, not just one thing, um, we hear from people who receive our services, and sometimes it's seniors, and they're crying, and they're so happy to have gotten the help. And and then we hear from the people who go and volunteer talking about how meaningful it is in their lives and that feels awesome it feels like we're building community solving needs and doing so in a way that's very intimately personal because sometimes you think about oh i want to change the world by having political changes and i'm not convinced that top-down changes are that effective or lasting necessarily i think interacting with people one-to-one -one, knowing that you're making a difference you're making a difference. Mm -hmm. So, wonderful. All right. Uh, this is question, the last question. question uh, you guys can read every other word. We uh, kind of already <laughs> covered it. Uh, but what was your favorite book as a child? Still Tolstoy? Tolstoy for kids. That's great. Are we talking <laughs> Russian literature <laughs> or American? Few people know about his children's work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> As a child, I would say it would either have been Where the Red Fern Grows, classic, um, or, um, yeah, I, there was Ender's Game, mm-hmm. which I really liked. That was pretty cool. A separate piece, too, if you kind of include, I guess it's not a child, but I really, that book is amazing. There's so much to that book, so. Good. All right. Well, thank you so very much, Michael, for coming on. Anything you want to, any last things you want to tell people before we tune off? Just about the internships. Uh, we reached out to uh, 175 nonprofits. We've got, I think, 30 plus internships going now that are available. And I know you all are going to promote, but let's get you out there and into these work experiences. You know, uh, I think there was a survey done, sorry if I'm going too long, but there was a survey done by employers in the New York Times a few years ago that said, what do you value the most from college students? And number one, or what do you value from students? And number one was experience. Um, Number two was internships. And they said that they value unpaid volunteering and internships at the same rate. It was like 80% said at the same rate as actual job work experience. So I remember when I was coming out of college, didn't have the work experience, but the fact that I could list that I volunteered places, that they liked me, I wasn't a psychopath who was going to destroy the (laughs) office, and that I had a good work ethic. Uh-huh. spoke volumes to various employers over the years. So mm-hmm. it's a it's a way to get a leg up and kind of going with your career. Outstanding. Great. Yeah. Kate, Will, thank you very much. Any final thoughts, things you want to plug? Internship match. Do it. Yeah. Yep, do it. <laughs> Sign up for the internship match. All right. I want to encourage people to uh, find us on Facebook and Twitter, Psychology and Stuff. Search for those things. I think it's at Psych and Stuff on Twitter. Um, give us a follow. Give us a like. Uh, I want to thank our guests once again. Really appreciated having you all here. I want to thank our producer, Kate Farley. Uh, Next week, we have got social ecologist and environmental psych all-star Georgina Wilson-Dungess. So really excited about that. It's Earth Week, as you know, next Mm -hmm. week. So there we have it. So thank you all very much. Bye.